The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. A few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and also co-team physician with the Chicago White Sox, sports medicine specialist and orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, Rush University Medical Center. This week on the show, we're going to discuss a number of sports injury-related topics as we normally do, and we're going to bring on Dr. Adam Yankee, one of the uh, surgeons from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, talking about the ongoing research of uh, regenerative medicine. And uh, it's really interesting that uh, Rush is uh, currently recruiting patients who have knee pain as a result of a uh, articular cartilage injury in one of their knees to enroll enroll in a uh, Phase 3 FDA-regulated NeoCart study. We'll tell you all about it and uh, why that uh, this is the only hospital in uh, Illinois that uh, is uh, allowed to do the NeoCart study and how you can get involved. So real interesting stuff coming up from our folks at the Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. And then we'll also be joined by Kevin Shave from Idaho, who will join us uh, live on the line. Kevin is a sports medicine specialist and pediatric orthopedic surgeon at St. Luke's in Idaho, talking about maximizing the gift of donation through research and what his group Rock does and how they help uh, pediatric uh, knee conditions and donated tissue from uh, young doctors uh, in their research. So stay with us. Uh, Back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly. We're back to get it going right after this on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. This is Sports Medicine Weekly, Chicago's premier sports medicine program, coming your way each and every Saturday morning between 8.30 and 9, only on ESPN 1000. Our producer and board operator, George Katsarillos, our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Cole, of course, the uh, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and orthopedic surgeon for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, otherwise known as MOR. And at MOR, always, Dr. Colt, the forefront of research and science. Tell us some of the things that you guys are doing in uh, regenerative medicine. Thanks, Steve. So regenerative medicine is really a very broad field. It's become almost a buzzword. And, you know, the consumer of healthcare will say, well, I've heard of stem cells and PRP and things of that nature. But the things that we're most excited about are a couple of surgical and non-surgical trials. And um, one in particular is uh, one that we're doing in the rotator cuff. So we're harvesting the patient's own stem cells from their bone marrow through a a tiny uh, needle stick and using it in a uh, way to reduce the re-tear rates 
uh, following rotator cuff repair. There's some early evidence that shows that our stem cells, which have the ability to reduce inflammation, modulate our immune system, and really, uh, we think, uh, hopefully lead to more predictable outcomes. That's why we're doing the study, to prove that they indeed can do that. And that's at the time of surgery to repair a rotator cuff tear. We have another really fascinating study where we're looking at patients who have meniscal tears. We've talked about that a lot on our show. And uh, those people who have meniscal tears often have some degree of arthritis. So we're doing a similar study where patients who are undergoing surgery will also have a injection of their own stem cells uh, compared to a group that does not. And same types of variables. We're looking at reduced pain postoperatively uh, and improved outcomes. And we have just so many exciting things going on. For the stem cell study in the shoulder, if anyone wanted to learn more about it, they would go to shoulder stem cells at rushortho.com. Now, I have the privilege we're going to bring on uh, Adam Yankee. Uh, Dr. Yankee is uh, one of our the newest additions to the Division of Sports Medicine at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. And Adam uh, studied, uh, has been at Rush for a long time and uh, has done some uh, Ph.D. work in, uh, in uh, orthobiologics and uh, some of the things that we study to help healing and so forth and has been involved in a number of studies that we're also performing. So I thought I'd bring him on to help highlight some of those. Adam, are you with us this morning? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about uh, a couple of the other studies that we're working on and highlight some of the features and how people might get involved if they're interested. Sure. So, you know, the other two studies are based on the knee, and they're really two different studies as far as one is for early cartilage damage, so that's the lining of the joint that gives us the cushion, that when you lose that, obviously, is when you develop arthritis. And the first one is more for the pothole in the road in the younger patient under 60 years old that uh, has a chance of regenerating that tissue through surgical repair of the tissue. And so this trial is an FDA trial. It's called a Phase three trial, so it's been shown to be safe and some early efficacy. And now we're just trying to show that in bigger numbers and longer out, longer-term uh, outcomes or time points. And that study is, again, comparing what's the standard of care, which is something called microfracture, where we use the cells in the bone or the patient's own bone at the time of surgery to get them to kind of come out and form tissue. The problem is, while it can work in select patients, it can also form a scar, just like on your skin. You get a scar when you get a cut and it doesn't necessarily form new, perfect skin. And so there's another technology called Neocart, which is something where we take a biopsy of tissue from the patient and then we grow it, turn it into a type of a membrane, and then we come back in to reimplant it. The whole idea is that you get a better quality tissue growth that you can get with a single-stage procedure with the microfracture. And so just as you mentioned, sometimes we do a comparison of with a treatment without. That one is a randomized trial looking at microfracture versus the neocartilage implant for that focal cartilage defect that's, again, a pothole in the road, not if you've been told you need a knee replacement. And we help screen patients for that study uh, through phone calls is the easiest way, and that number is 708-221-9988. And so that's kind of the surgical trial that has to do with the cartilage defect aspect. Um, as you mentioned, we have another one going on that's called... Adam, the, Adam uh, let me just, uh, if I can interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah, just yeah. so people understand, and you did allude to this, so... You know, one of the areas of uh, expertise at Midwest Orthopedics is managing arthritis, and this is sort of a, a form of limited arthritis. So these are patients who would have uh, uh, areas of cartilage missing. Many of them have actually had surgery that has not led to symptom relief, and they continue to have uh, activity-related pain and swelling. 
And this study is, is, is very unique, and the early results look uh, very promising, and they've been published in, in our literature, so we're highly supportive of it. So these are patients who would come in uh, for a specific problem. And, again, if you could just uh, give the phone number for patients who have known cartilage defects who might be candidates because that is a pre-screening process because certainly most people will uh, or many will fall into other categories. But if you're a candidate for this, it's potentially a, uh, a, potentially a, uh, a novel way to get involved in clinical research to offer a different solution. So what's that number again? Sure. It's 708 708- Yes, and then you're going to cover uh, another really exciting area in regenerative medicine, uh, the use of, uh, we talk a lot about tissue donation here on uh, on our show, uh, and this is very unique because it's using amniotic tissue, so I'd be really interested if you could share that with us. Sure, so this is, this is kind of the other end of the spectrum, so that NeoCART study is a surgical trial to actually regrow cartilage in the knee. This other trial is for patients that have lost so much cartilage that it's like the whole road would need to be resurfaced. So a lot of these patients may be getting close to being a total knee replacement candidate, but they're just not quite there yet. So they're kind of in between two good treatment options, which is really the space that this aims to improve. And so this is an injection of amniotic fluid from healthy elective C-sections. And so this tissue is screened and only comes from healthy elective surgeries. And the idea is that it has hyaluronic acid, which is a molecule that's in injections that people get commonly that are referred to as gel injections, and there's a few brand names for that as well. And it has that, but it also has a much larger version of that molecule, which is just a little bit more of a potent anti-inflammatory. And then it also does have some stem cell component from the amniotic fluid, which is thought, again, not to grow tissue back in this setting. We're not we're not saying that we can give you back a normal knee, but at least we can get you to the point where it decreases the inflammation and certainly makes it less symptomatic and gives you a better quality of life. And really that's what you want because arthritis develops over such a long period of time that most individuals are out there living with it and painless and are unaware they even have it. And so that's the setting that we're trying to get patients back to. So um, that study is another randomized trial, and we do offer um, another therapeutic arm that's an FDA clinical trial as well that's uh, phase two. So, again, the safety has been shown to be there. Patients have not had adverse reactions to the uh, stem cell injection, and it is allogeneic tissue, meaning it does come from another patient. But amniotic stem cells are also immunoprivileged to some extent, so the body does not mount a reaction to it like you might hear from an organ transplant. Uh, these, this study is randomized, so you can either get, uh, based on your randomization, which you find out uh, three months into the study, the placebo, which is a saline injection, a hyaluronic acid injection, or the renew study injection, which is the amniotic fluid. Something interesting about this study that's, that's not common for the studies we do, and we go through quite a few of these, is that at three-month time point, if you did not receive the amniotic fluid injection and you also your symptoms have not resolved, then you can enter a new category that's essentially a recovery group where you can then get that injection. So if you're not doing well after the initial treatment, there is another option for you within the study, which is pretty unique to this setup. Um, that We do have a, a way to help screen patients for this as well. And if, even if you have x-rays that you can send us ahead of time, we can help you work through that. Uh, the number is 312-563-2216. And, uh, we also have some information on our websites about that as well. Great. Anything else you want to add, Dr. Yankee? Uh, fascinating stuff. And, again, the neocart and uh, 
It's uh, interesting, the studies that you guys are doing in uh, regenerative uh, medicine at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, uh, always on the forefront of that. And again, shoulders, stem cells at RushOrtho.com. Uh, more information uh, available there on the, the website. And the, I know you give it a couple of phone numbers, uh, one including 312-361-2104 for more information. Great. Thanks for having me. All righty, Dr. Adam Yankee from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. And we'll continue with... More of a show right after these messages on ESPN Radio. I'd been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I looked forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. We're back. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, Sports Medicine Weekly. And uh, Dr. Cole, we, uh, you hang your hat each day. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, always at uh, doing great stuff with research and, and science. And um, understand that uh, some patients with knee pain get involved with one of your latest studies. Yes, Steve. So this is a study called uh, Neocart, and it's an FDA trial where patients who have limited areas of cartilage disease can be enrolled uh, through a proper screening process to undergo a surgical procedure where we use their own cells that are cultured on a very special membrane that through the earlier research has shown to be very effective in reducing pain and improving function. So if patients are interested in such a study, it's called the NeoCART trial, they can actually call for pre-screening information at 708 221 9988. Give that one more time, that yeah, phone number. No problem. That's 708 221 9988. And that's physician at Midworth Orthopedics who are conducting this trial. And again, how patients who have what? I mean, how, how do you define so it's the not injury? Just, yeah, so it's not just knee pain in general. They have to have a very specific problem, which is an area of articular cartilage loss. That's the cartilage that's involved in arthritis. That's not a meniscal tear. That's patients who have an area, it's sort of like the icing on a cake, it's that smooth white surface called articular cartilage, and lots of patients have areas that are missing, but only some of them have symptoms of pain and swelling. So if you're an individual who has a known cartilage defect or suspects that that may be a problem because of pain and swelling in their knee, they might or could be a candidate for this NeoCart trial. And what? And tell me more about the studies. So, what do, what do you guys do then? So, the pa- a patient comes in, and uh, what do you do with the patient? So, yeah. And what do you guys learn through the study? So, they go through a, a rigorous screening uh, uh, trial because it is an FDA trial that's highly regulated, and there's a subset of people who will be considered candidates. If they are a candidate, and they would be validated by physical examination, history, and MRI, and maybe review of previous operative notes if they've had relatively recent surgery. And if they are a candidate, then um, it's a surgical trial where they come to surgery. A small sample of their cartilage is taken as a, what we call a biopsy. We do it through a camera arthroscopically. And then uh, it's in a laboratory, the cells are, are um, attached to a membrane and grown in that membrane. 
And what's unique about NeoCard is that it's actually placed in something called a bioreactor. See, our joints love load. Cartilage and bone love load. And they actually do their best biologically when they're exposed to load. So what this bioreactor does is it actually loads this membrane, which has the patient's own cartilage cells in a sterile setting outside the body, makes it more mature so that by the time it's implanted, it actually is structurally very sound sure. and is biomechanically, as we say, stronger than, say, some of these other cell-based technologies or other techniques that we use to sort of jumpstart the process at the time we implant it in the patient. So it requires two surgical procedures, one to get the cells, then they're grown over, say, four to six weeks, and then they are returned to the patient in the operating room, and we place it inside the knee in the cartilage defect to repair the tissue in that region. And what are you hoping for as an end result for these patients? Well, there's, there, the solutions to date have been uh, highly variable. And as you, as you know, we talk about allografts, which are tissue donation and so forth. This is another variant on the theme to take care of tissue loss where there's sort of the surface is missing, but maybe the bone is not involved, for example. Uh, also a very common problem. So we're hoping to provide a new solution uh, to treat early arthritis or areas where cartilage is lost that, uh, in a space that doesn't have... Uh, a lot of predictability with the existing solutions. And again, who's eligible for the NeoCart study? So these are uh, patients between 18 and 59 years of age who have knee pain, and uh, they may be candidates if they've failed uh, previous treatments, um, uh, but they can't have high-level cartilage repair procedures in the past. Sometimes they just have undergone, say, an arthroscopy. And uh, there are some other uh, uh, indications and contraindications, but the basic parameters are between 18 and 59 years of age, one knee involved with a cartilage defect, and uh, then they can enter the screening process by going through the the, uh, formal analysis by calling 708-221-9988. Male or female? Male or female. And there is a website. If you're interested, you can go to neocartimplant.com. You can also text the word knee, and then the number three, knee three to 87888. Again, knee three to 87888. Standard message and uh, data rates uh, apply. Or as Dr. Cole mentioned, the number once again, 708-221-9988. I think it's great how you get patients involved in, you know, in studies like that, especially controlled by the FDA. That's neat. Thank you. We're back with more of our show, Sports Medicine Week. A lot more ahead. Stay with us here on ESPN Radio. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, or even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis, methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. And we're back on Sports Medicine Weekly. Our producer, board operator, George Cozzarellos, our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Cole, of course, the uh, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics Rush, Rush University Medical Center. And um, I want to talk a little bit about um, like cartilage problems. Uh, 
Are they unique, Dr. Cole, to older people, or do you see it with the, the young group as well? You know, we do. We see them in all ages. There is a very unique uh, uh, abnormality that we see in our adolescents that can extend into adulthood, but it's uh, called osteochondritis dissecans, and it's called OCD, but not the psychological version of OCD. But okay. it's actually uh, relatively common, and it's a condition where bone and cartilage fails to, you know, we all, you know, your kids, when they're still growing, they have their growth plates. Right. Well, one theory is that these growth plates can sort of exist in places they're not supposed to, and they don't necessarily always fuse. So there can be a piece of bone and cartilage that should fuse, for example, in the knee, although we see it in the elbow and other joints, but very commonly in the knee. Can and I stop you right there? How many, yeah. can you, how many, I'm hearing more and more about growth plates. You know, somebody on my son's baseball team hurt his finger and they said, oh, good news, it's not involving the growth plate. And all of a sudden, maybe, you know, because, you know, now I have kids, even though they're nine and 11, but I'm hearing more and more about growth plates. How many growth plates in the body? Well, oh Any God, idea? I, that, that's one I can't answer. Are there millions? I mean, well, are there... No, every bone, every long bone has a growth plate. Every long so, bone yeah. has a so, growth plate. So the bones grow wide and they grow long, and they stop growing long once the growth plates are, are fused. So the growth plates have, uh, in our in skeletally immature, have special cells there that can divide and, and create length. So that's what how our bones grow, okay. So you hear about it in kids, especially when they have trauma, because if the growth plates get disrupted, they can grow, they can either be arrested, in other words, they don't continue to grow, or they can grow on an angle. One side of a bone can grow longer than the other. So, and then we hear about bone results. density. So totally have, different issue. Okay, yeah, totally so my, issue. my bones yeah. have stopped growing. Yes, like, I would hope so. Past yeah. years, what, 20? Yeah. How, how many years? Uh, no, no, probably in a male. It's usually, you know, 15 to 16. 15 to 16 years, is that right? 13, 14, yeah. Interesting, okay. Yeah, so anyway, so these are like growth plates, but they're in a place that you wouldn't normally find them, and so it leads to a piece of bone, of car- a piece of bone and car it doesn't fuse. So if these kids come in and you can't fix them, and we try to fix them with screws and things of that nature, then they have to go on to a, uh, potentially to a transplant. All righty. Let's bring on our next guest, and that leads us to uh, uh, the same topic. Dr. Kevin Shea is with us, uh, sports medicine and pediatric orthopedic uh, surgeon from St. Luke's uh, in Idaho. And uh, thanks so much, uh, Dr. Shea, for uh, for joining us here and uh, kind of talk about the uh, the maximizing the gift of donation through research. And you've got a group out there called Rock. What is Rock? Well, Rock is a group that's, that's focused on uh, the, the short name is uh, Rock, but the long name is Research for Osteochondritis Dissecans, as Dr. Uh, Cole was uh, talking about. And it's a condition that affects uh, predominantly younger kids, sometimes 10, 12, but a lot of times 12, 16, 18 years of age, and occasionally young adults. And it's almost always in very active and athletic kids. It's not a disease we typically see in the non-active. It's usually the very active. And it can result in early osteoarthritis in the 20s or 30s if not identified and, and treated and hopefully get it to heal in some way. And as Dr. Cole was saying, sometimes if it doesn't heal, you have to do more major things like some type of a cartilage transplant procedure. So are you... Um are you, have you done some of this through your, your own institution? Is this, uh, I'm just curious, this rock group, which uh, is sort of an international uh, group, is that correct? Uh, or is, yeah, it, is, it, all, is it all U.S. centers? Or no, it's outside it's, uh, we have four. We have four official international centers right now and may add one or two this year. Mo, there are about 22 centers. Most of them are North America, including a Canadian site. But we've got Singapore, Germany, Sweden, and France involved as well. And is the objective uh, a research objective? 
primary research objective, uh, Dr. Cole, trying to learn how to better understand this condition and come up with the optimal treatment and, and follow patients long-term to see which patients heal with and without surgery. And for patients who do require surgery, what are the best surgical procedures to have the highest rates of healing and best patient yeah. outcomes? Yeah, no, we see an awful lot of it, <clears throat> and it's a fascinating condition because, you know, you get the whole family involved. It's obvious they come in with their parents, and there's a lot of anxiety and you know, there's this piece of bone and cartilage sort of hanging out at the end of their their, their femur, uh, or sometimes other joints that uh, hasn't hasn't healed properly, and they're worried about the future and so forth. So it's it's a good thing to study. Uh, tell me some of the. I'm just interested. What are some of the more exciting things that you guys have? Uh, you, do you have a meeting annually or semi annually? Yeah, we we have one official meeting every January, and that is frequently at the Allosaur site in uh, uh, Denver, Colorado area. And we also typically meet at uh, the Academy, American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons Annual Meeting, the Pediatric Orthopedic Society Meeting, and then the American Orthopedic Society of Sports Medicine Meeting. So we have a big day-and-a-half meeting once a year at a separate site, and then we usually have half-day or three- or four-hour meetings at the other uh, medical meetings I just discussed. And do these tend to be pediatric orthopedic surgeons primarily, or do you get a group of uh, pediatric to adult? It's, it's a mixed group. Uh, there are people that are pure pediatric, and they operate on patients pretty much 20 and below, there are people who mainly do adults, like Jim Carrey in, in Philadelphia is primarily adult. And then there's probably a third of us who are a mixture. I do adult, adolescent, and pediatric knee work, so I sort of cross all fields. But it's a mix of adult sports medicine people from AOSSM and many uh, people from uh, Pediatric Orthopedic Society who have also done sports fellowships as well. And, and just to be clear, that the you know we've talked on our show a bit about organ donation, as Allosaurus has been a, uh, provided just amazing educational content and speakers like you. Um, the, the, the connection is that this is an area of bone and cartilage loss. So one of our best techniques has been uh, uh, using the gift of uh, hope and the gift of life from uh, uh, donors who donate their heart, liver, and lungs, but also donate um, uh, cartilage and bone uh, to fix these defects. And that's been probably to date the most predictable solution we have when we can't fix these ourselves with screws and things like that. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and Allosaurus has really played two roles. One, as you mentioned, the donation of tissue and the, the wonderful families who make these decisions to really help other patients and other families, and in many cases other children. The other role that Allosaurus has played is uh, getting access to pediatric tissue uh, and pediatric donations for research is very difficult. And we spent many years trying to get access to these donations, and they're very difficult to come by. Through Allosaurus, we've been able to get access to tissue not only to help treat patients and to solve these cartilage problems, but it's also opened up a whole new field of research for us. In particular, it's helped us do a couple things. We are developing a much better understanding of what OCD is based on some comparative anatomy work that we've done from the donated uh, gifts from the families from Allosaurus, and we're also working with a group of veterinarian researchers at the University of Minnesota to better understand OCD in humans, pigs, goats, and horses. We've also done a lot of work on better understanding the development of the pediatric knee, and we've learned a lot about the pediatric ACL, uh, the, the other collateral ligaments around the knee, um, ligaments that stabilize the kneecaps. The, the access to this, these pediatric donor tissues has been very helpful and I think is, is helping us improve our anatomy understanding and definitely improve the surgical techniques so they have a lower risk of growth plate injury. I know you guys were talking earlier about growth plates. We always worry about growth plate injury when you fix injured knees, and we've been developing techniques that avoid the risk of growth plate injury in large part due to the donations from from Allosource. Fantastic stuff, Dr. Shea. Really appreciate you joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Ray, it was my pleasure. Nice to talk to you all. 
continued success. Back with more of the show right after these messages. Integrated Orthopedics is Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana's premier provider of thermal and compression therapy devices for people recovering from sports-related injuries or orthopedic surgical procedures. To learn more about the benefits of thermal and compression therapy and to determine if it's right for you, please contact your healthcare professional. For further information about Integrated Orthopedics products and services, please contact us at 773-248-6400. That's 773-248-6400. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of DJOglobal.com. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. Sports Medicine Weekly has been brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Karen Malkin Health Counseling, by Integrated Orthopedics, by Source, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by MedWest, and by ATI Physical Therapy. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsourilos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000.